June 15th, 2023. Today I am grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my toes, my fingertips, and my flexibility. Hi guys, it's your host Jasmine and I'm so so happy to be here today. We have a really good topic. Today we're talking about triggers in today's episode. Grab your popcorn, get comfortable, go for a jog, go for a walk, whatever you feel like doing. I'm so excited for us to get started. Let's jump into it. So triggers are so interesting because they can show up at any point. They can show up without a moment's notice and they can affect you in multiple different ways. So you may be wondering, what is a trigger? What do you mean by triggers? So I looked up what triggers meant because I was interested in what Google had to offer. And it it was funny enough, it said that triggers were a cause. When I know that a lot of people believe triggers are an effect or something that happens after a cause. So to dive a little deeper into a cause, a trigger is the beginning of a reaction, in my own words. Of course, I'm happy to provide you with a personal example. So one of my triggers is very volatile reactions. Like when someone around me reacts to something I do or say with a lot, a lot of emotion and in my opinion, overreacting, I freeze up. Now, this is a greater reflection of me than it is of them, but due to my past and what I've gone through, this is my trigger. So I think that's why it's important to note that the trigger is the cause, not their reaction, not my reaction after I'm triggered. The trigger is the cause. And a lot of the time when a trigger comes up for you, it's out of your control, especially when you're unaware of the trigger and why it comes up or how or when it comes up. So you may be looking inside of yourself and wondering what feelings of mine are triggers. And I have a list that I think are pretty relatable. Some common triggers are being ghosted, being used, being lied to. Money is usually a big trigger. Loneliness, vulnerability, feeling uneasy. Those are all triggers. Those are all causes. Half of the time, triggers can be caused in childhood and can be unresolved issues from your childhood, but sometimes triggers are created in adulthood. So it's very important for you to do the work now to figure out what your triggers are and how they're impacting you and how you can combat them. So in my case, I notice that I get triggered when people react too rashly, when they get too loud, when they start crying or showing so much emotion that it's overwhelming for me. I can then analyze what happens next. So my response to these triggers, I shut down, I get quiet, I leave. That's a big one. And sometimes our triggers are bigger than just our reactions. Like love was a big trigger for me. I'd seen love weaponized against me. And above all, I had seen love do the most damage to the people that I loved most. Therefore, I had an adverse reaction to love, and essentially it was a cause or a trigger for me to react a certain way. And I think we can all pretty much identify when we feel triggered or those moments that are triggering. I think we can look at ourselves and know, hey, this is a trigger for me. But what can we do past identifying our triggers? I want you to be able to ask yourself the hard questions. And I more importantly want you to do it when you're feeling triggered. So let's say your trigger is loneliness. 
I want you to pull out a notepad. I want you to pull out a voice recording app. I want you to pull out something or even just think, how am I feeling right now? And I want you to dive deeply into that. Deeper than I'm just lonely. I want you to dive deeper. Okay, I'm sad. Okay, what else? I'm confused. Okay, what else? I feel like no one's ever going to love me. There, now that's something you can work with. Then you can dive deeper than that. Why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like no one will ever love you or no one wants to be around you? Oh, does it stem from childhood? Does it stem from your parents? Does it stem from your best friend? Does it stem from grief? That's stuff you can work with. Asking yourself these hard questions does the work that a therapist can do. And I'm not saying don't go to therapy. Go to therapy. If you can afford it or you have a way to go, go to therapy. I recommend it to everyone. But sometimes, even with a therapist, it's just you and your journal. It's just you and your thoughts. And that's what I'm here for. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. But I'm just a girl who journaled her way into healing. And I use the term healing very lightly. Simply because I don't think healing is linear. I don't feel healed I will never be healed. I will continue healing. And so will you. So you may be thinking, how can I avoid a trigger? How can I avoid those triggering moments? And let me ask you something. Do you want to avoid them? Do you want to ignore them? Do you want to act like they don't exist? You might, but should you? Do you want to avoid those thoughts and those feelings that you've been pushing deeper down inside you since your childhood, since your heartbreak, since your loss? You tell me. And if it's a yes, I'll help you resolve your triggers. As we spoke about, the first step is to deep dive. I want you to know where your triggers are coming from and why. After you have that information, I want you to set boundaries for your friends, family, and strangers. Write your boundaries down on your notebook, on your mirror, on your forehead, wherever you need to see it so that you stick to them. I want you to set boundaries that are realistic, ones that have time and dates and amounts. I want them to be accurate and attainable. You want your boundaries to be personal to your trigger. I want you to create boundaries, not just some generic bland boundary. I want you to create a specific boundary for you. If your trigger is loneliness, then your boundary is when I'm feeling so lonely and I need to reach out to someone, I will busy myself with an activity I love for 30 minutes straight. If I'm still feeling the way I feel after I paint or I garden or I sing or I dance, then I can call a friend. That is a solid boundary for you to have. The trick to triggers and boundaries is to fall back in love with yourself. There's no more running from the feelings that you've been stuffing deep down inside. You're facing them head on and you're falling back in love with the part of you before that happened. If your trigger is money, your boundary is I will not loan money to anyone for the next three months straight. If your trigger is volatile reactions and rash people, your boundary is now Surrounding yourself with even-tempered people that understand that volatile reactions upset you. And I get it. Sometimes you will be triggered outside of your comfort zone. Sometimes you will be pushed to that point that you don't want to go to. But if you've done the work and you've set the boundaries, you've laid the groundwork for success. If it is something or someone triggering you specifically, 
Maybe it's time to rethink that situation or that relationship. Triggers are very, very powerful, but so are you. So am I, so are we. Do the deep work. Ask the hard questions. Set the tough boundaries. You can do it. Your journal prompt today is what is my main trigger? What boundaries can I set today to resolve this trigger? Thank you guys so much for being here today. I appreciate you letting me be transparent and honest with you all. If no one told you today, I love you. Be safe and have a great day. See you next time.